Hello, everybody. This is Jack Perry and my co-host, Brian Lockhart. We're with the uh, Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we break down movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. This week, we are at minute 23. Uh, the Movie Minute begins with Gunny Highway continuing to be berated by Major Powers, and the minute ends as they leave his office. So, what you got, Billy? Well, I can still hear that music in the background. <laughs> yeah. That music's really annoying when you can really hear it. It's almost the only thing you, you do hear. Now, as the next minute goes on, you know, I, I had to put the DVD in and, and check something on the subtitles. So, of course, I, you know, I, pl- I had to get to that minute to get there. And I was like, I don't hear the music on my TV. <laughs> <But> when- <laughs> But when I play it on the on, with this headset on, uh, you can't you can't miss it. And I know we already said that, but it's it's still there. <laughs> uh, yeah, the volume is almost as half as loud as the dialogue. I found it funny that it's so noticeable with headphones. But once I once I could hear it, I could hear it on my computer when I was watching it. But when I watch it on my DVD on my big TV, I I did not hear it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what, what can I say? <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like that uh, the audio version of the sailboat picture, you know, when you look at it, the, the only thing you can see is a stupid ass sailboat. Oh, you you mean a, you mean a schooner? Yeah, the scoot the schooner, yeah. <laughs> you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd get the reference. <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty good minute, man. A little bit of, you know, foreshadowing of conflict. A little they go in a little deeper, you know, kind of he kind of really establishes kind of what happened with the other I guess staff NCO. He called him a sergeant, but you kind of assume it would probably be the staff NCO. Assume he meant the platoon sergeant. And in fact, I um I made a note of that because he said, you know, my the last sergeant went road on me, and uh, I think he started talking about that last minute, and then explains what road is. Retired on active duty, yeah. and he's and he said sergeant. And I assume he meant platoon sergeant, which I can't remember. With typically, it could be a staff sergeant or gunnery sergeant. At, yeah. at that level, typically. I assume Gunny, but what do I know? I can't remember way back then. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been a few years. <laughs> you know, and, and of course, where we were, different ranks filled in different billets all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't uncommon at all to have a, have a corporal or Lance Corporal running a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember filling a billet as like a staff nco being a lance corporal because it was like all right here nobody wants to do this you go do it <laughs> yeah you go you, you've been pseudo not promoted <laughs> okay well great it's <laughs> awesome is it pay more no none of the power and all the responsibility yeah <laughs> <laughs> kind of like my life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man so road retiring on active duty i've never actually heard that phrase before but it makes sense well, I'd heard it as retired on the job, but seeing this movie, he said rogue, and I'm like, as a kid, I thought he said rogue, like, you know, rogue one, you know, or yeah. <laughs> rogue from the X-Men. So I'm like, oh, he went rogue on me. And it made, in context, it made sense because mm-hmm. when he said he went rogue on me, I thought he meant, well, he went out on his own, he did his own thing, but. Yeah, stop following the program. Exactly. I mean, if I bother to pay attention though, he explains what rogue is, right? After he says it, retired on active duty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, this is where I've heard this from. I mean, I've used it. I, I, in fact, I've used it a lot in my life because of this movie, but I've also heard it as retired on the job. That one once or twice. 
if I ever hear anybody say retired on the job, I immediately just go road. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's like yeah. a Pavlov's dog response. I have to say road. Ring a bell, road. <laughs> it's pretty obvious what it means, but I, I did I did look up road and and of course it said, you know, see also retired on the job and it's employees who show up, do the bare minimum, take long breaks, disappear for hours, offer little or no ideas, and are usually the first to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. 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 Pretty seems uh, about right. Yeah, seems about right. So yeah. I guess they're blaming the recon platoons uh as as the major says are less than highly motivated <laughs> because their last platoon sergeant went road on them and are and were lax and their discipline got a little lax there oh poor leadership you know it does yeah. uh, have its impact well you got to think about it i mean your typical platoon or whatever unit is you know you're going to be made up of anywhere from 18 to like 23 year olds <laughs> yeah. yeah who have different all of them have different agendas and usually they 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 very rarely ever sync up except for a few things right different agendas different backgrounds and everybody wants to put their ice you know put their ice skates on or roller skates on and skate the fuck out of there you know <laughs> yeah do as little as possible exactly uh, i'm you can't see it but i'm raising my hand i was one you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I served with you, brother. I know. <laughs> I've learned from the best, though. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think of a few. <laughs> I know you hated running. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, though, we had we had one time when they were trying to get this like new like shop up and running. They were kind of changing what we were doing, you know, and uh, nobody really knew what to do with us. So we used to take turns. We'd have like one or two guys walking around kind of so we all but and we change who the one or two guys were at any given time so that we could we'd always look like we were around and doing something but the rest <laughs> of us went up in this like attic and we're playing chess <laughs> <laughs> so we weren't doing what we went to mos school for but they didn't have anything ready for us to actually kind of learn what our new position was going to be so one of our sergeants he organized they used his uh his uh, ingenuity and uh, improvised, and we uh, we found something to do. We played chess. <laughs> this was right before I got there because you were on uh, you were on leave when I checked in. You were on leave for like a week or two, and then you showed up in that white Taurus and like, oh, this is uh, this is Billy. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, and it started and it was on from there. <laughs> we haven't stopped. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. <laughs> uh, good old days. Yep. You know, to get back to what Major Powers is talking about, you know, after describing the last platoon sergeant, he kind of just throws it back at uh, at Gunny Highway. He's like, you're close to uh, mandatory retirement yourself, aren't you there, Gunny? Yeah. <laughs> the look on his face, too, man, where his, his eyes is like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could see. I mean, that's what I, I mean, we've talked about it before, and, and I've you can note it, because most of the time, he's not responding in this minute. Clint Eastwood, that is. He's he's reacting to how much of a douche the major is being to him. But yeah. He's only re reacting with his eyes. And I think he, Clint Eastwood was a great eye actor, you know, <laughs> he doesn't need any dialogue. You can just tell there's just the, the small little motions and the, yeah, the little ticks. And you just like, Oh, oh. <laughs> he just motherfucked him bad. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like he, uh, and, and of course, you know, we're, we're watching the minute and he, and he just, when he says that about being close to mandatory retirement, he kind of squints at him 
and he kind of cocks his head a little bit like what, what did you just say to me and he's like <laughs> but he's annoyed you can tell he's annoyed by it. and he's like that's right major and and the tone of his voice is very obvious that he did not appreciate that apparently they seem to think that uh, conversations just stop at doorways because he didn't even get around he just took two steps past the door and just like yeah this is this guy always a dick? <laughs> yeah, that is funny because, yeah, as soon as I, I, I noticed that, it's like they're not being quiet and the major's right there. <laughs> he can't see me, so he must not be able to hear me. So there we go. One of the things I noted, noticed about Clint Eastwood's response of that's right, major, I, I noticed he didn't call him sir. Like in previous minutes, I think he was calling him sir. Yeah. And, and even though that is the correct term, you know, he is a major and you can say that. You know, I feel like it's like Marine. Yeah, kind of. It was his way of still showing the respect to the title without really showing the respect to the man, because I think that pissed him off. You could tell. Yeah. But and and he, and he gives him a dirty look too when when he goes, "Well, I asked for Marines and and command sends me, relic. sends me relics." So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, this relic whoop your ass. Exactly. You know, of course he you know he gets back about how recon's less than highly motivated and he. You know, he wants them in tip-top shape. And, you know, of course, now Clint Eastwood's just kind of back to his gunny highway self. And he says, I'll make life takers and heartbreakers out of them. <laughs> I try to look up the origin of that phrase, turn of phrase or whatever. And I know it comes up in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. They say it a few times. I, th- I think Private Joker says it at some point. And I think um, towards the end, when they're dealing with that sniper, in Vietnam, I think somebody's like, yeah, aren't I a life taker and heartbreaker? You know, so they say it a couple times. Right. And of course, I, you know, as I'm trying to search for the origin of this phrase, I kept seeing different instances where I think, I think like they were, I thought I saw something like maybe the Navy was trying to use it as wow. a, as a motto recently in a, um, in a, a commercial, but I, I couldn't actually get them to play the commercial. But, you know, I know, like I said, I, I know it's come up in different and people use it now. But do you know anything or where like that came from or or, or anything or other references oh, I mean, to it? or? No, I don't. But I do know. I mean, it seems like it's been around for a long time. I mean, it's, I guess it's, you know, the manly man, you know, the, the the guy that gets all the girls and is not afraid of anybody. The badass, you know, the alpha male, you know, the one that gets all the the cheerleaders and prom queens and uh, the guy that'll, you know, beat up their boyfriends in the, in the process. Yeah. I was, I found this, um, I, I and I think it was for, from a, a, a foreign countries and I forget which one now, um, like some guy was like, had a blog or something and they were talking about, and I, I wish I could remember which, which country it was too. It wasn't American. And they were saying the difference when like, when, when, the Americans use life taker and heartbreaker. It's exactly what you said. It's like hey, Billy badass kill somebody, you know, your, your, your ladies, man, you know, that's where the heartbreaker comes from. But they were saying when, when they use in whatever country this was and whatever unit this was that I was, I was reading about, they were saying when they say life taker, well, life taker is obvious, you know? Right. Um, but heartbreaker meant not that they were like womanizers or, you know, swooning the the ladies and sweeping them off their feet and all that. It was, um, it was heartbreaking. They were heartbreakers because like, they just like the widows and the, Oh, they're left behind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. 
the mothers whose son they just killed, the, the, the kid whose father they just killed, the, the, the spouse, you know, the widow who's now spouseless. That's what they meant. That's what they mean by heartbreaker. The single mom that's now in the dating pool. Right. I, right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they did say something about Jody, but I stopped reading. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got. I got. I want to circle back to something. You said that the Navy was recently trying to take life takers and heartbreakers and use it as a as a motto or a, a, a recruiting logo or ad or phrase. I did say that, but that doesn't mean I'm correct. Oh, <laughs> just because I said it doesn't mean it's true. Right. No, I was about to say, man, in this PC culture, really? Yeah, it was from a couple of years ago. But like I said, when I was trying to look it up, I sw- okay. it was kind of around the time when, uh, uh, of course, I'm going to mess it up. Because remember, it's either Keith David or David Keith. I always mess it up. One's black, one's two- white. <laughs> right. And I and, and the guy from They Live. <laughs> okay, uh, that would be uh, Keith David. Keith David. See, I always... I. I I can tell them apart. I can never get their names correct. Um, you know, he, he did, a, he did the Navy voices for years and years, you know, not that he didn't, the, vo- the voiceovers, you know? He okay. Was, yeah. Yeah. And, and so with what God I smack, found, with God smack playing in the background, like, Oh yeah, right. man, this, this made me, I was in the Marines and I wanted to join the Navy. That's all that commercial. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. People always talk about Morgan Freeman, uh, narrate lives. I'd much rather have Keith David do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, um, I, you know, he he doesn't do that anymore. And this article talking about, you know, who do you think the next voice should be? Okay. And of course, Morgan Freeman came up as one of the one oh, of the names. Oh no, God! <laughs> no, God. There, there was a few different names, but you know, of course, you know, people with epic voices were thrown around, and that's what this article was about. So I was kind of skimming it, and in that, yeah, I came across that article because I was looking for the life takers and heartbreakers, and I thought they were it mentioned something about that phrase and that they aren't, you know, the Navy was going to try and use it. But again, I didn't see any commercials that actually showed it. And I could have misinterpreted what I was <laughs> reading, you know? So, uh, let's just go with, I'm right. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Man. I'm like, no, we got microphones. We're, uh, we're experts. Randy Savage would be a good one. Is he still alive? He is not still alive, but he would still be a good one. I guess it would be a silent film then, wouldn't it? We'll just get some archive footage of him saying, talking about the cream rising top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, know, you just put, put it in some sort of Navy terms, you know. <laughs> glug, 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 glug. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cup of coffee in the Navy. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about a lot of shit that had nothing to do with this minute. Yeah, that's fine. Well, okay. <laughs> so. No, no. I'm not complaining. I think it's great. There you go, folks. A little... uh well, something different. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. I, I lost my train of thought. And because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about when it comes to the Navy, uh, <laughs> the Navy's new motto. Um, <laughs> here's an opportunity for anybody listening who wants to join the Marine Corps Movie Minute Facebook page or the Marine Corps Movie Minute uh, quarter deck, the private group we have on Facebook. Come join us and tell us how wrong we are. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. I only live the rest of my life like that. I don't think I need it on social media, too. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know, I, 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 like you said, I get that in my real life. And Let's have a bunch of strangers and friends come in and tell me how wrong I am. Yeah, yeah the best <laughs> one's going to be the strangers. Like, who the fuck are you? Uh, well, shit, you're right. But still, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I guess we can wrap up this minute. Um, when they get out in the hall, like you, you mentioned earlier, you know, they 
they're just talking as if major powers isn't like literally <laughs> over their shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, he only takes one step out. You know what? He does. Uh, choose who does close the door. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's a barrier. It's the Hollywood barrier. He obviously cannot hear through the door. It's a soundproof room. Well, you know, major powers has his uh, head so far. Ass. He's probably smelling his own farts. You know, he's, uh, <laughs> he's not paying attention to anything they are. He's dismissed them. They're, he's, they're beneath them. You know, he's kind of got that smug look on his face the whole time he's talking, but which goes in line with what, uh, uh, you know, they talk about in the hall when Clint Eastwood says he's always like that. You know, if you were and I were in that situation in the real world, the next thing you would hear through that door is get the fuck in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> back in <laughs> oh man do you need something sir yeah <laughs> no 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 <laughs> okay i'm sorry <laughs> uh, yeah, no no sir go yeah, carry on sir yeah, yeah yeah enjoy the band i don't have much else other than just the minute wraps up with sorry major choose closing the door so they could talk shit about the major without him hearing it <laughs> <laughs> And, and as you said, in movie logic, he's way over there. He can't, and he says, well, you know, well, the, the skinny on him is he consults the Marine Corps manual before mounting his old lady. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it ends. That's the minute it ends. And <laughs> I don't think you could uh, end it any better. Nah, that's, uh, that's a pretty good ending. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, man, I, I think we pretty much covered this one. Yeah. Do you want to tell people where they can find us? Yeah, so uh, hunt us down on Facebook, uh, the Marine Corps Movie Minute Quarter Deck, and uh, the Marine Corps Movie Minute dot Podbean dot com. Um, yes. And uh, you can find us on Google Podcasts, iTunes, um, and it sounds like we're starting to uh, get quite the following. So all you folks in uh, all these little spots all over the planet, we really appreciate you checking us out. Please feel free to. To reach out to us on the Facebook page, hit us up. Let us know what you think. Uh, let us know uh, how we can do you guys better, and um, we'll start. Um, you guys have anything interesting to say or anything? We'll uh, maybe we'll kind of mention you guys on the podcast. Well, we do appreciate y'all listening though, because this is a labor of love for us. We we enjoy hanging out with each other, and we like that uh, you guys can kind of take part in our conversations. So thanks again. Yeah, if they joined our uh, Facebook page. We'll make life takers and heartbreakers out of them. Let's call him out. Thanks, Big Jim. Yeah. Glad you're <laughs> right. listening. Right, 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 right. <laughs> okay, that's enough inside joke.